This is the Authentic Sex Podcast. Real life conversations about sex, pleasure and relationships. I'm your host, Juliet Allen. Welcome to the Authentic Sex Podcast. My name is Juliet. I'm a sexologist and a sex and relationship coach. And you're listening to episode 63 of the podcast. Today, we're talking about feminine energy and the erotic archetypes. This is a topic that I'm personally really interested in, and it's been a huge journey for me and continues to be a a journey in my life to be able to access my feminine energy more. And this year, uh, one of my personal intentions is to explore this more and learn how I can bring more of the feminine energy into my own life and my business and my relationship. So firstly, this episode is sponsored by the Juliet Curved Pleasure Wand. The Juliet is a premium crystal pleasure wand designed to heighten your sexual energy, increase self-love and self-pleasure and expand your orgasmic experiences. And the new curved rose quartz wand is now available in black obsidian and it's been hugely popular and I'm so excited to bring this new crystal into the range of pleasure wands because it's one of my favorite crystals. So it's available on my website www.juliet-allen.com So speaking of pleasure crystals and um, all things sex, I have my beautiful friend Zoe here. Zoe has been on the podcast before. So for those of you who are regular listeners, you will already have listened to Zoe talk about all things sex and relationships and everything. Zoe is a friend of mine. She's a sex and relationship coach and a dancing Eros facilitator and um, a beautiful woman of whom I love very much. Welcome, Zoe. Thank you, Jules. Thanks for having me back. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) It's always, yeah, it's always so much fun. I'm really happy you're here. And um, yeah, I do this for really selfish reasons because it means I get Zoe all to myself for the night. Um, I get to cook her dinner and we get to just hang out and then also bring Zoe's wisdom to the podcast. So so feminine energy and the erotic archetypes where do we start this is i guess another thing i just wanted to speak into is i'm finding um more and more women who are coming to me for coaching and friends and myself as well are finding it more and more challenging to access this energy in life and it's not just women it's men too because we do have the feminine energy within us as both women and men But I've just been seeing increasingly um, more women who are asking about how they can access their feminine energy and access it when they work and access it within their relationship. And so I I just I'm really looking forward to learning more and chatting about this with you, Zoe. Mm. So let's get started. For the women listening and for the men who are interested in accessing their own feminine energy, how can women drop into their feminine energy more in life? And by saying drop in, 
quote unquote, I mean, access this energy and like feel the feminine more and enjoy the the like the joy and the pleasure that that brings to us as human beings mm. i love this question i love what my nap my body's just naturally doing in response to this podcast i guess and i wish you could all see me right now my eyes are, are shut like i'm not even looking at jewels my hands are on my body, one hand's on my heart and one hand's on my on my belly or my womb space and huh, this for me is like a default anchor point so often in my day just to turn in and start to access this feminine energy in life. You see there's so much pressure in life where we live in such a masculine driven society where we have to be focused on the outer to push and to do and create and to to get to a goal or or some place on the roadmap that's ahead of where we actually are in the moment and the moment when we actually turn in and connect to our body and start to feel, gosh, it can be rich <laughs> of so much um, vibrancy and it could also be rich with, with darkness and not so you know, pleasant energies as well. But that's what the feminine is. She's everything. Mm. She's the lightness and like the the soft breeze and the, the sunshine on on a on a pleasant day and she's also like the wrath of the storm hmm. the feminine and <laughs> <laughs> she's the hurricane and the eye of the hurricane she's everything and uh, creating space for this energy in life It requires a container to hold it, a container within self to hold it. And I guess the piece that I'm, I'm currently like personally journeying at the moment is how I can be in the fullness of my feminine energy in whatever comes up and then also how I can function and integrate that mm, into what... my daily life without getting lost in in the swell. Mm. Like, and I liken it to like when I've been in the feminine energy on its own, mm. like completely on its own, I feel like a river without banks. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a mess almost like yeah. just can get lost in the watery abyss mm. into nothingness. And there's so much power in, in that river, but like when, when the banks are cultivated and like the, the sides, like the holding is there, it can carve this beautiful landscape through the land. Mm. And I guess what I'm saying is both parts are needed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. I totally relate. I, I I think like for me when I'm really in my feminine, 
I can actually, yeah, like you said, feel like there's no banks on the river and I'm just like, all I want to do is flow and create and and dance and be soft. And then, but then I don't know how to function in life because I'm like, oh, I've got to work. And then, so then I go into my masculine in work and then I get stuck in my masculine. So I never really... Like I find it hard to have like a balance. So maybe we can explore that a bit later. Like what that balance looks like. Yeah. How, how do women and men balance both the masculine and feminine and not go to the extremities of one or the other? Mm. I feel like with, within that, if we have been conditioned to be a certain way for a long period of our life. So say for example, I'm, in a lot of masculine energy in my daily life and the the feminine is like a foreign concept to me sometimes what needs to happen is that pendulum does need to swing into the Mm. the extreme of the other direction to start to to cultivate all these new expressions in self and yeah sometimes there is going to be a bit of imbalance and I guess I don't want to shame that because it's actually been a really important part of my of my journey mm. so it's like honoring that if the feminine is a new concept for you then then maybe you're probably going to have to as part of the journey like go into the extremes of it to really feel and cultivate how this energy can can impact your life mm. and you and then from that place of both of the polarities being explored and exercised i believe that that's when the true place of balance Mm. is found Mm. yeah yeah for people listening who perhaps aren't familiar with some of the language that you're using or that we're using what do you mean by polarity polarity yeah so polarity in this context all i mean by that is being in the extreme of the masculine energy and the extreme of the feminine energy and then the balance is integrating the two Mm. the dance between the two with himself Mm. awesome thank you so how can people listening primarily it will be women but there are also men but let's speak more so to the women Mm. how can women listening who are feeling like they're more in this go 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 push 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 you know having to like be the great mum, the great lover, the businesswoman, the business owner, the, you know, climbing the ladder, etc. Mm. The, the, the breadwinner. How mm. can these women access that feminine energy more? What are some practical ways that um, they can begin to drop into their feminine energy mm. more on a daily basis? Mm. Yeah, I see these as gateways and already I'm starting to do it naturally <laughs> as you're asking me the question. Uh, so it's taking some time in moments throughout your day to close your eyes, to connect to your body. So actually physically touching your body. It could be your breasts. It could be your heart. It could be your tummy or womb space. <sighs> Breathing into your belly, softening your belly. There's so much holding in this area. So just like really softening your center. And then on the exhale, letting out the sound, allowing sound to naturally move from your belly. Mm. 
I sigh so much in my day. It just helps me access more of this energy in my body. Mm. So it's breath, sound, touch, and then movement as well. And for me, dancing, or even if I don't have music, just subtle movements in my body. It could be if I'm sitting at a desk, it could be as simple as like snaking my hips or tilting my hips back and forth or giving myself a neck and a shoulder massage and like just moving my body in a way that feels good for me. Mm. So like practically how this, so I've just like, I'm coming out of my own feminine drop in now. I'm opening Mm. my eyes and speaking again. So practically how this looks for me. I mean, a few weeks ago I did some work in, in an office in Brisbane um, for a couple of weeks. And it was a really great flip to like what I have been doing, which has been like very much so in feminine flow. So I found myself sitting in an office at a desk, you know, for the standard working day. And I really got to feel what it's like again, um, how, how hard it is to sometimes integrate this into a setting where it's quite rigid and quite sterile, I guess. And this year I was the beauty of the work. So I would, (laughs) in my work day, I'd put my headphones in and find an office that was empty and I would go and have a dance break. (laughs) (laughs) I would take myself to the park at at lunch and literally go and like lie on the earth, Mm. take my shoes off put my feet on the grass, Mm. dance with my headphones in the park Mm. and then go back and sit and then do the doing. Mm. And I would be doing all of those things that I just said. I'd be breathing, I'd be sounding, I'd be moving, I'd be touching my body. Mm. But then, and I guess this is a beautiful segue into the archetypal conversation, is that to be able to do that in life, to be able to access the freedom of sounding in an office or sounding in a park or touching your body in a way that feels erotically pleasurable in pu- in public mm. it there requires a certain sense of holding and it's like the what i'm really deeply passionate about in life is people creating their own containers of safety for them to be able to drop in mm. to this energy mm. so that you're in a in a feminine feels safe to be able to express and Mm. explore the emotion or the the feelings that are there Mm. in any given moment yeah yeah cool I like that that's definitely reminded me that I need to do that more in my day like when I'm in the office it's like take time out to just lie down or like go to the beach and lie on the sand and have a swim and I think you brought up a good point like when you said you go to the park like the feminine is nature the nature is the feminine it's like the most beautiful representation of the feminine and that's why so many of us I feel are drawn to it is because it's like always changing and but it's also grounding and so that's a great thing people could do is spend more time in nature absolutely yeah that's cool simple simple one that's accessible yeah. to everybody yeah yeah awesome cool so um what about this is just a something that's come to my mind this feels really practical but i want your your like opinion on it what about women dressing more feminine yeah oh my gosh this is such a good one yeah. yes oh 
So beyond the stereotype of what femininity should look like, Mm. inverted commas, I really just come back to adorning in what feels good on the body. Mm. So like the texture of the fabrics or Mm. like where it sits on your neckline or the the colours, like how do the colours make you feel Mm. if it's red does it make you feel saucy and sassy or like if Mm. it's black do you feel more like oh like safe and it's like a more of a darker feminine representation or Mm. if it's like the fabric is just like softer and like light like pinks and whites or something like that do you Mm -hmm. feel more in a softer feminine energy like what's the frequency that you're yearning to feel more in your body mm. and then dressing to that yeah yes that feels great but the only thing that i'll precursor is that if you're using yeah just let me feel into what that is adornment is such a beautiful thing but there is so much pressure on women in today's society to to look a certain way, um, to be seen as beautiful or pretty or sexy. And you only have to look at pornography and then also like the media and how women are portrayed in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of pressure there. And if you are using adornment as a mask to feeling or if you're using as an adornment as a mask to hide parts of self that you may deem less lovable Mm. then i'd really just strip it back to to bare minimum what like nudity like you are right now (laughs) 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 gotta be comfortable what's comfortable yeah and it's like for me like i've been at um i work at honey bird debt in like some Mm. like little shifts um just to inject some yummy adornment energy so it's really fitting actually and i came to jules's this afternoon and i was like in like this really beautiful um bra and like a button up top and like a high-waisted skirt and like it felt really good to wear at work but then like when I got home I'm like oh I just like want to be comfortable so yeah like me and before we jumped on this podcast I'm like Jules let's dance let's create some time for Mm. the feminine in our life and then for me when I dance I didn't want to be restricted by my clothes so then yeah like (laughs) Zoe is amazing Zoe rocked up this is a side note like she said she rocked up looking amazing and then within literally two minutes she was like okay so let's have a dance she starts to unbutton her top like takes the top off there's this amazing bra and then she's like and just move and then and then we'll record and she just goes to the stereo turns on my speaker hooks up her phone takes the top off butt naked she's on the floor and she's dancing and that's what I love about you is that you bring that energy into my life too and um Mm. She really walks the talk. So back to it. Um, so, so, so let's talk about the, the, the erotic archetypes. These are the yeah. feminine archetypes. These are, um, have been huge, like had a huge impact on my life. And my life as well. Mm. Yeah. So like yeah. coming in and like being in this expression this afternoon, like this hasn't been me my whole life. Like mm. there was a part of like, 
a long period of my life, even four years ago, where I was like really uncomfortable with my body and body image, like where I had lots of hangups around um, other women and my expression and especially um, sounding and like my connection to my feeling and emotions. So that was um, quite a foreign concept Mm. to me even like four years ago. So the Mm. women who are listening know that it like, it's okay to be in the newness mm, yeah, that's of a good this point. as well. And it's a journey. Mm. And for me, ah, so dancing Eros, I'm a facilitator of the body of work. Um, it was the gateway for me to access all mm. of these parts of self and, and my feminine energy. And how it's broken down is exploring the different erotic archetypes and they're so important because they're all they all offer different frequencies of feminine expression. Mm. I see them as like pipes that we've been gifted mm. in this lifetime. And let's just say, for example, there are five pipes inside of the feminine energy. There's the erotic mother, the maiden, the wild woman, the priestess and the slut and there are so many other archetypes but these are the ones that like we're going to focus on today Mm. and each of the different archetypes has a pipe of their own and at different stages in our life we've bumped up against people or experiences or we've been conditioned by what we've seen or heard and what's happened is like we get kinks Mm. in these pipes or that we get blockages in these pipes based on what we think or perceive or being conditioned to oh, to feel that w- what is right and wrong mm. yeah and the beauty of going into these individual pipes of expression in an environment that's fully permissive to expression mm. erotic expression human expression emotional expression sexual expression all of it Mm. is that we get to clear out any of the blockages and open up the kinks Mm. so that so that way then when we're so when we start to clear each of the pipes we start to come into a sense of of wholeness in this feminine energy and what happens is the archetypes they all coexist together they don't just exist in isolation on their own mm. but sometimes we need to journey them in isolation to be able to really experience their fullness and their richness and mm. start to unblock the pipe of that expression however that is for you mm. awesome so can we speak a bit about um each archetype so there's one, two, three, four, five archetypes. And just give us a snippet of what that archetype is about. Mm. Just, yes, a, a snippet. Yeah. yeah. So the erotic mother, like when I feel her, I feel like it's my relationship to the earth and the greater mother that Mm. we're sitting on like how you referenced nature before Mm. like for me that's primarily how I feel her in my body it's our relationship to giving and receiving and being able to fill up our own cup and being able to nurture ourselves and hold our little ones it's like the erotic mother is our relationship to mothering 
ourselves, mm. the inner child that exists in all of us. Mm. And then external to that, it's being able to be in relationship and erotically be with the man, but nurture the boy inside or, of him. Or be with, what if for same-sex relationships? Or, 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 be, or be with the adult, so erotically be with the adult and yeah. erotically nurture the, the inner child. Yeah, cool. With, within them, yeah, thank you for, for presencing that. Mm. Then we have the wild woman. Yay. Yeah, the wild woman. Oh, I find so much home and solace and so much freedom. Oh, in this archetype. She's the raw, unapologetic, wild animal mm. that exists in us. Mm. She is the end of domestication. Mm. She's the unwinding of that. She's the freedom that comes with owning the raw the grotesque the ugly the bumpy the spitty the bloody the Mm. it's getting back to our raw primal instinctual nature Mm. which for me has been one of the most liberating archetypes Mm, me too it's my i think it's my favorite Mm, i have a lot of i've had so many openings with her Mm. and for me the best sex of my life has been a testament to this energy mm. because I'm not hung up about how I look. Yeah. I'm not hung up about, Oh, how does the, how do I look in this position or how do I sound in this? Or, or what mm. does my face look like when I'm orgasming? It's just mm. like the complete let go of control. Mm, yeah. yeah. I love that you mentioned that in regards to sex. Cause that's oh. huge. And I definitely access this. Like when I feel like I hear myself making sounds, I'm like, Oh, that's weird. And then I'm like, nah, trust. Fuck. That's perfect. Yeah. That's, I don't have to sound like a porn star. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Mm. mm. Um, okay, you choose what's next. Let's do the maiden. Yeah. <laughs> I love your face. It's been both of ours, actually. Yeah. Like, I really, I've had a really big journey with my maiden archetype, and she's the, the softness, the tenderness, the vulnerability, the complete heart, the erotic innocence that exists in every single one of us, even if that erotic innocence has been abused or taken away from us, this energy is the gateway to being able to really reclaim that Mm. for ourselves. It's really about moving from the softest, most tenderest, lowest part of our being, especially during lovemaking, Mm. especially with lovemaking with ourselves and also with with lover. Mm. It's like our our relationship to opening our own body Mm. and tapping into yearning, like this deepest state of yearning in our body to unite and be in connection. With another that has a different frequency to neediness mm. yeah mm. so that's the maiden mm. energy the priestess energy it's about the feminine energy rising collectively together it's about every human being being able to stand in the fullness of their radiance and shine and being able to claim their space in the world. 
Mm. This energy is about the sacredness in sexuality. Like when I feel mm. the priestess energy, I feel my body is a temple. Mm. And it's like my relationship to my temple and who I let in my temple. Mm. Yeah, and what's important to me in that. Mm. And how, and there's an, also a real beauty piece in, in her. I feel the adornment piece coming through on the priestess. Mm. When I think of her. Yeah. I think of like with the priestess, like these like Egyptian, like, I don't know, goddesses or something that are like just stand really tall, but are just and so powerful, but yet so still in their feminine. That's just how I. For me, she's like the union almost. She brings mm. in this, like when I feel the priestess in my body, I actually feel the erectness. It's like an erect cock up my spine almost, mm. or like a sort of light down my back so it's like I've got this erectness and solidity in me but I've got the softest front it's like the receptivity of my heart my chest is so open and it's like this this column of solidity that exists in me it's like my feminine can then move and then dance around that it's like the stronger the trunk Mm. and the more deeply rooted the trunk the bigger the branches yeah can be in sway and like be in the breeze like that's mm. how I feel mm, that's so, cool that's a good analogy mm. yeah. and last but not least my favorite my other favorite archetype the slut <laughs> <laughs> the slut yeah it's well I had another big journey with her actually I felt like when I first started journeying the work it's like oh yeah I've got this archetype Mm. you know sorted it's like this one here I have the most resonance with but as it unfolded the the slut in its purity is about being in your erotic feminine pleasure for your own pleasure Mm. the slut is about accessing the purity of that for you not for anyone else and if someone else happens to get enjoyment out of it great but the slut seeks no validation Mm. Um, she's in the i feel so much erotic confidence in her when i access her in my body and i feel this sense of like erotic smolder as well she commands a certain energy Mm. she's a big force to hold in life and what I realized is that the slut to be in her purity and fullness, she actually needs the support of all of the other archetypes. Mm. She needs the grounding and the, the greater sense of holding from the erotic mother. She needs the, the fierceness of the wild woman to be able to assert a no and mm. a really strong boundary. Mm. She needs the holding of the priestess, the seeing and the knowing, and also like being able to hold her energetic and claim her energetic space in Mm. life and she also needs the softness and tenderness of the maiden to be in her heart Mm. so it's like when all of those other archetypes are in their full fruition the slut wow she can just like play and have fun and be in her complete joy Mm. and pleasure yeah yeah Mm. awesome cool so so how can um 
How can women access these archetypes in daily life? I mean, like, yeah, how can they? Mm. So before, so come firstly, come and journey the mm. Dancing Eros course. Like, mm. come and journey with me. I'm setting some dates. And by the time this podcast is up, um, dates will be released for the early new year. So jump mm. on my website. You'll be able to to check out what courses are available. Mm. Um, that's at zoezaparoli.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I would even go before the archetypes. Um, mm. So the archetypes itself, they can be quite complex. Mm. And, like, they all, they'll, they'll need, like, some contextual understanding and deepening into, like, mm. the embodiment of it and what they actually feel like mm. at a cellular level in a, in a space that is fully permissive and safe. Mm. Um, so to just spurt out some practices, daily practices for the archetypes. I yeah. don't know if it's actually quite applicable without the... The, like experiencing yeah, it. Yeah. Experiencing and, it first. and I agree. I do agree. And I think so many people want the quick fix of like, give me the book, I'll read the archetypes. And then suddenly I'm going to be a fully integrated woman or man. And I don't think it's that easy. Oh, it's so not. Okay. So this is the importance of embodiment. Mm. So it's like, it's one thing to be able to read something or hear something, but how it viscerally lands in the cells of your body, how you experience it. Mm. It's like so important because that's going to be the way that you re rewire excuse me rewire your your being mm-hmm. is by actually experiencing it yeah but, but but what i will say is for women who are wanting to access more of the feminine energy in their life and want a, a daily ritual i would suggest a door like okay so adorning yourself in something that feels comfortable. So something that your body can move freely in. Mm-hmm. Creating a sacred space for yourself and tantalizing the senses. So putting on music that sounds good, putting on some incense that smell good, mm-hmm. um, making the lighting, like burning a candle so that the lighting, like it, when you see it, it, it looks good for you. Mm. Um, Taste. Tasting, yeah. Oh, yum. Remember yeah. that hibiscus um, drink you made me yeah, once? It was like a, an elixir with. Oh, yeah, my God. It had, I, it. Zoe once served me up this hibiscus drink and it had like a hibiscus flower in it. I'll never forget. It tasted yeah, really? so good. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so that was like, and that was really strawberries dipped mm. in chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you mm. can like really create something special for your senses to, to open that up within yourself mm. and then connect to the gateways. So breathing, connecting to your body, placing your hands on your body, giving yourself permission to explore your body with a sense of curiosity and just trusting that your body knows how it wants to move and trusting the flow of that it's not about what the movement looks like it's about Mm. what the movement feels like Mm, yeah and then sounding whatever's there gosh oh opening the throat is such a big one we live in such a sound suppressed society Mm -hmm. and giving yourself permission to be able to 
sound your inner world Mm. it's going to liberate so much energy in your body Mm. when we don't sound it's like it it locks it Mm. in our body but when we start to move that vibration it it clears the channel for more pleasure Mm. and our throat is connected to our pussy so if you're blocked in your throat and you're not sounding then chances are your pussy's going to be a bit closed as well yeah blocked yeah totally so um i wanted to kind of point out that like for women who don't feel like they can even move they feel like really like oh like you know dancing that's i can't do that it's okay to just lie there and feel the music and smell the incense and like just feel into your heart yeah and that yeah that's right jules and connecting so like really like placing your hand on your heart and i would even go as far as saying placing your hand on like your lower belly or your your, pussy or your pussy like Mm. welcoming your sex into into the movement and the touch Mm. all of it i was at the beach the other day (laughs) and we were just nick and i and millie were at the beach and um and i was just lying there and there was lots of people around and I realized like, I had my bikini on, but I realized I was lying there in the sun and I was like, this is the best. And my hand was like down my um, bikini bottom and I mm. just had my hand like cupped over my pussy. Mm. And that's just pretty normal for me to do. It's just mm. like, it's not even a sexual thing. It's just like me just being like, ah, oh, connecting in mm-hmm. to my to source, to like, to like my energy. And, and then I was like, oh, like I, I kind of con- like became aware of it. I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe not completely appropriate. Like well, maybe with- yes. And this is what I love about mm. creating this container for yourself. Mm. And you're creating. You're, yeah, well, you're, I feel safe. You feel safe in it. And it's yeah. like the less weird you are about it, mm. the less weird other people are about it. Yeah. Yeah. So just owning it and being yeah. free in that. Like that. what a gift. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What a gift. Mm. She's got her hands down her pants. So um, cool. I think I, I don't want to – I think we've given people a taste of the archetypes and that's what I wanted to do. And um, also given women in particular like um, some really practical things that they can do to access more of their feminine energy in daily life. And the one thing I wanted to touch on before we finish is how can being – you know, being in this energy of the feminine more impact our relationships. Um, like it's, um, I know for my, me personally, sharing personally, that if I'm in my masculine energy a lot, it has a negative impact on my relationship mm-hmm. um, because then it feels like both me and my partner are both in their, our masculine and it creates less polarity sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when I'm more soft and in my feminine my partner is able to step more into his masculine energy and then it creates this beautiful like polarity of like him being in his masculine me being in my feminine and then it creates more sexual charge and and this isn't this isn't just with heterosexual couples in my past relationship been with a woman and I had the same stuff come up it was like she was like I want you to be more in your feminine so I can step into the masculine that you want me to be in but for me to step into this energy as a woman I need you to be more in the feminine so so it's like really inclusive this isn't about cock and penis this is about whatever you know so 
how do you see this in how do you see these dynamics like how does this impact relationships Mm. i just keep having i've heard it before i don't know where i've heard it from but it like really landed with me and it's this saying of cock on and cock off it's like (laughs) oh my god that's great it's like for a woman it's like at the end of um and for men and for women it's like there is going to be a part of your day where you're probably going to be on and focused and doing and having to achieve certain things to function through your day um that's just the reality of life so but but bringing conscious awareness to when you're coming home the partner that you want to be in the relationship and then creating some space for yourself to access that before you get in the door. So I'm like fully having these visions of say, for example, a woman working in the city, you're, you're finishing at five o'clock and you may just be rushing home in the car, for example, straight away, or you, you, you're picking up groceries on the way home. It's like, is there a way that you can potentially like catch the train, for example, if that's available and put headphones in Mm. and connect to like where you're not actually doing anything. Like you're not having to physically drive anywhere or be any, be anywhere. Um, and just use that time to breathe into your belly, soften into your belly, let some sound out, like sigh on the train. Like you might even like just sway a little bit just to like move and soften the body. And then, Using, using that time so that by the time you get home, you're starting to access a bit of that softness hmm. from your day. So if you've been in like a hard, rigid space of being, creating some time for yourself before you walk in the door, hmm. be it on the train or be it on at the park on the way home or in the supermarket. Gosh, like if you have to do some shopping or pick up stuff for the kids, like putting in some music that is relaxing for your nervous system Mm. and just breathing, sounding, and even just the subtle movements. Mm. Awesome. Before you get in the door. That's all I, if that's the only thing you do and you don't ever journey the archetypes, if you just do more of that in your life, then Mm. it's going to change your relationship to, to your feminine. Uh, uh, Something that's came up for me. Thank you. That was awesome. That's a great bit of advice. Um, was when I was, um, okay, for the single women mm. listening, um, if you're on your way to a date or something, mm. like when you're driving, oh. like put some oh. really hot, sexy music on and like dance and sing as you're going there because that allowed, for me, yeah. that was like my trick as a single woman. Like I'd be driving to dates and I'd put on the hottest music and I'd like dance and in sing the in the car. And then I'd get there and I'd feel so oh. juiced up that I was like this like it's like I was like oh I'm in my feminine and it's it was like it radiated I mean and doing that even if you're in relationship like what yeah well that's what you were saying yeah but like for the single Single women women. yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah (laughs) I know so (laughs) thank you Zoe for joining me again do you have anything else to add before we clock off and eat some dinner cock off oh before (laughs) Before we cock off, oh, I love it's one of my favorite words. Cock, cock. yeah, it's good to say. Yeah, yeah, that that feels like about it. I really mm. enjoyed 
sharing thank you for having me on again i love spending time with you jules i love mm. what you do in life and yeah what you're sharing to impact the world mm. i love you oh, i love you too <laughs> one other thing i just thought of to add um was another tip i would give would be like surrounding yourself with women who are more in their feminine oh, yes. so if you're yeah just just if you don't have women who are then seek out new friends because it really helps to get um to have women around i know for me who are accessing their feminine and then i kind of it rubs off on me and like mm-hmm. zoe will leave tonight and i'll be like oh i feel like i'm more in my feminine i'm home again mm-hmm. and so that's another another good tip Great. yeah practical tip love it excellent so i will link to zoe's website on my my website on the this podcast episode on my website now i'm all in my feminine i can't yeah, think same. business um and thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode please go to itunes and review um the podcast so that more women and men can access this information and so that we as a community can really um change i guess change lives and like inspire people to feel sexually free and open mm. um what did you have to add um uh, so we've spoken about dancing eros and being for for women, but I also feel to to presence that we'll be doing dancing eros for men. Mm. So this here is a beautiful gateway for men to be able to access more of this feminine energy in their mm. life. Mm. And believe me when I say that every man deserves to feel the magic of this energy yeah. in their being. So just oh, yeah, yeah, yum. Men are so hot when they've accessed this energy yeah. too. It's like ugh. completely. So yeah good that. point and yeah. yeah awesome great all right and remember that i've last year launched my new online course it's called the mindful sex guide and it's available on my website and it's a seven day course it's all about looking at sex from a more holistic point of view and um, looking at all areas of our lives and how we can feel turned on every day in every area of our life so that we you know, we, we feel more turned on for sex. So check it out if you're interested and stay tuned for more amazing episodes. I've got some really cool guests coming on this year and I'm super excited. So thank you for listening. Bye.